Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 227. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guests, we are bringing in two new guests. Actually, one of them is a returner and another one is coming to us for the very first time. Ladies and gentlemen, the owners of Golden Goose Digital Media, please welcome back Dan Baker and Joshua Lowe as his partner. Listen up to this episode. This is going to be a fun one because uh, Dan, if you remember, it comes to us back from Iron and Oak and it was fun to get to see what he made and created in the time since he's been on our show. So it's cool that he's doing new things and that he's being creative on this new realm which he's already done for 10 years of his life i forgot that that was a part of his big part of his journey but to now use what he's learned throughout the years and combine that with someone who is creatively someone very significant and someone who can probably blow your mind when it comes to um you know presentation graphics uh, digital graphics things like that josh is one of a kind and definitely got to get his personality out. I know that uh, between the two of them, they could probably accomplish a lot for business owners who are looking to um, push the limits on what they can provide for their services and digital marketing and things of that sort. So if you are interested, we give you all the links below. And uh, not only that, we provide you with extra links to other opportunities to help us out. So let's get into it. The business side of things. Finding Arizona podcast can be heard at our website, findingarizonapodcast.com. There we make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So if you want to be on our social media, it is all under Finding Arizona Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Again, we make it easy for you guys to just DM us, tell us what you want or what you want to hear. I am always open to new challenges and new fun things. So I am always here for you guys to connect with. Uh, You want to check out some of our stuff that we provide you on our website. That is our blog and our new newsletter. Brittany works very hard in the blog and the newsletter. She is putting together these things behind the scenes and she is working her butt off for this. And I encourage you guys to go check it out. So the newsletter is a little bit more the official side. So if you want to sign up for that, get the inside scoop of um, what's going on in the community, what our friends are doing, the people who have been on our episodes previously, and what is coming up on our episodes. You can always connect with that on the newsletter. But if you would like to connect with us a little bit deeper on the more personal side between Brittany and I and what's going on in our lives, in our marriage, in our household. You can always check up up to date on what is going on with our lives at the blog. So this week coming up, we are putting together our five favorite things. That's five things that we love, what we're into, what we do together, everything. So you want to check up on us monthly or whatever, you can always come back to that one specific thing. Go check it out. The blog is always fun. I have a good time even reading the blog ourselves, and it's a good way to connect and stay up to date with us. So next up is my favorite part of the intro is the community cork board. Yes, the community cork board is for you guys to tell us what events are going on in the community the weekend of the post that we put out so if you want to send us a little shout out or something just send us an email at findingarizonapodcast at gmail.com we will set you up with a shout out like the following phoenix flea ladies and gentlemen yes phoenix flea is coming back that's coming to us march 7th and we are going to be there that is 113 north 6th street in phoenix arizona get your tickets still available at brownpapertickets.com or go check out their facebook event Uh, i am very excited for this it's always happening and it's always going down over at heritage 
Square at the Science Park in downtown Phoenix. Over 150 vendors, and it's curated for you guys to go check it out and have fun there. It gets bigger and bigger every year. We want you to let us know through our social media who you want us to interview so that we can go check them out and highlight them because we always do a live episode there and we want to see who is getting the most fans and who wants to connect with us. So next up is the first Friday free admission over at the Japanese Garden Friendship Garden of Phoenix that is taking place March 6th from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Every first Friday, they open up to um, the public and we want you guys to go check it out and experience the beautiful Japanese garden. And I encourage you guys to go check it out because Brittany and I have already checked it out. But I want to encourage you guys to remember that this is a very special and unique place. So please pay attention to all rules. That means staying on off the lawn. <laughs> it is a I know it's a very beautiful place, but you have to respect what they're putting on there and you have to respect people who have built that garden for specifically of an experience of one of a kind. So I encourage you guys to go check it out, but also remember respect and appreciate what you have. Uh, let's go on to our next event. Oak Street um, is putting on a mural festival and you can experience that on March 21st from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. They are going to be having this huge festival of different artists and they're going to have live mural painting, food, music, and it's invited to the entire public. So it's open to everyone. It's uh, and encourage you guys to go check it out because murals are fun to look at and it's always going to be on something with a mural it's always big and you can't miss it so encourage you guys to go check that one out taking place march 21st last but not least happening april 25th our dear dear friends at junk in the trunk vintage market are putting on their classic vintage market again in scottsdale over at westworld that is 16601 north pima road and this is going to be a multiple day event i encourage you guys to get your tickets early um they're available online at junk in the trunk vintage market.com slash market slash scottsdale market go check it out i I love these guys there. They always put it on between April and this April between the 24th and 26th. This vintage market is going to be huge. Um, over 140 vendors, uh, anything that you can possibly imagine from the vintage realm, you can go and get. I, I am always blown away by what is available there and what people bring to the table because it is so unique because each one of these pieces has a deep rooted story or else they wouldn't be there. They're vintage pieces that last forever so go have fun go some do some vintage shopping and have and also if you're in the Arcadia district I encourage you to go check out their brick and mortar called the vintage Arcadia I just recently went there so you will see that on the next uh, vlog video on our YouTube channel so shout out to the two owners um, shout out to everyone who knows them and who are participating and work for them uh, I, I really really am excited for them and what they have coming up in the future so that is the end of our intro I have taken too much time I hope that you guys enjoy this episode I will catch you on the next one what is it you do and why do you do it here at finding Arizona podcast we love to showcase that and so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea, such as websites, social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, 
video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a convo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at eic.agency or check out what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. Let us begin. Let us begin. You guys ready? Yeah. Let's do it. it. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fighting Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose. As always, we bring in someone very special to help us celebrate every week. We kind of like want to meet new people. And today is no different. We're actually changing this up. Someone's in here who's a returning guest. And then there's another person in here who is brand new. So I'm going to let the returning guest introduce himself again. And then he's going to introduce his new business and new partner that is here with us. Go ahead, Dan. All right. I'm Dan Baker. And you guys might remember me. Uh, I own a company called Iron and Oak. Yes. Uh, uh, we do all kinds of custom furniture and different kinds of uh, handcrafted wood pieces. Uh, but we are here today. I am with my business partner, Joshua Lowe. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you introduce introduce us into the new media? Yes, and so uh, Joshua and I uh, own a company together called Golden Goose Digital Marketing, and uh, we are uh, kind of uh, we do. Josh likes to call it the internety thing. So we're doing <laughs> uh, custom web design. We do uh, paid marketing efforts, and then uh, you know dunk on our feet into the social media, uh, you know management. Uh, you know, consultation, advertising inside of that stuff as well. Yes. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anything there. Anything I'm not saying, I guess. No, I think there's a lot more internet <laughs> things out there. But a lot more internet that, That's why things. I like the umbrella yeah. term. Yes. Yeah, the, the internet You don't have so. to say everything. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> lots of different things that we do. I mean, we have a lot of stuff going on uh, right now that's even outside of that scope. Josh is working on all kinds of projects, even uh, print or even product packaging and nice. stuff like that. So, photography. Yeah, a lot Photog- of photography okay. and things like that. Just anything that kind of falls in the gamut of somebody wanting to uh, market their business is kind of what we're doing now. And yeah. so it's... Uh, yeah, we've got our focuses, but we're obviously uh, doing whatever we can to kind of uh, just get our feet wet with whatever people need from us. Absolutely. And so, Josh, I'm Joshua. Sorry, do you like oh, Josh? Okay. Joshua? Would I, would I, uh, I'd go with whatever people call me. Okay, so Josh works. <laughs> okay, awesome. So, I want to get a little bit of your background and kind of how you stumbled or not stumbled across, but like how you approach this and how you came to be using the graphic design and kind of grew up doing this stuff so was it like a talent early on or was it something that you naturally grew into yeah i grew up loving to draw and yeah i used to have my own little comic strips when i was a little kid so i was always signing up for all the art classes in school and that turned into you know when i was about to start college wondering what i was going to do with my life and you know i wanted to be a painter but they don't get paid very much unless you get really <laughs> lucky. So <laughs> decided graphic design was going to be where it was at. And uh, so went to school for that. Yeah. Where'd, uh, where was that? Uh, Cal State Long Beach. Oh, Cal State. Wow. Yeah. What, how was that? Um, it was cool. I never really enjoyed school very much. So Really? I <laughs> for remember- school, it was okay. Yeah. Like, well, it's like, here's my thing, too. It's like any California school, I would find lucky because you're in California, kind of like yeah. either in the forest or by the beach or somewhere like close by. Yeah. I don't know where Cal State, like what, what part of it's town. It's pretty close to the beach, but okay. I, I grew up 
there. So I, okay, yeah, you know how it is when you live somewhere yeah. for a long time. San Diego yeah. girl over here that I married into yeah, just see, tells we me we used to go to San Diego, <laughs> get out of L.A. and yeah. Long Beach. So she was like, "Yeah, you get really spoiled when you're like used to growing up near the beach." And like I was like, "Really?" Because she, like, I imagine the way she grew up, like, because. Her where she grew up was like a, a beach town, mm. and so I was like, man, just to be able to walk and like always have sand around you and yeah, your feet yeah. and toes and stuff like that all the time. <laughs> See, I never really liked the beach. I used to go <laughs> as a kid and go boogie boarding and all that kind of stuff. But oh, really? Yeah. You know, by the time we got older, it was always so crowded. You could never yeah. find parking, and so you you quit going. And then <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> yeah. Are you um so so as you kind of chose that path. How how much did you find yourself like like really diving deep with some artistic stuff? Was it like kind of um, did you ever choose like a style or did you ever just kind of I wanted to be broad and choose all these, di you know, all these different forms? Um, I try to keep it broad that way. It mm. can kind of, you know, the style can be dependent on whatever the company needs. Yeah. Um, I don't know if my first job, it kind of just grew into, you know, whatever they needed. They needed to photographer so yeah figured that out we built a studio and brought all our catalog photography in-house and so we were working at an advertising company and i just dove into that and yeah kind of took all that on learned some programming and all that kind of stuff too and yeah so i don't know i've kind of just let the needs steer the, <laughs> absolutely the needs, I, I guess i totally get it because like having to do this stuff is kind of like you're putting on multiple hats i do the editing and some of the digital uh -huh. stuff and then the back end stuff for you know having the website and yeah. all of that mm -hmm. has to you kind of put on different hats to like manage and keep it all afloat at the yeah. same time so i've i've had to kind of keep it broad and keep my uh, wits about me as far as like being able to edit on multiple different platforms yeah. and things like that yeah. so it's expensive to hire those people oh yeah definitely <laughs> it gets a little <laughs> so expensive once you know how to <laughs> yeah. do it yourself yeah yeah not everybody has time though <laughs> that is that is the other aspect about yeah. this so that's why i had someone i married into to smarts and have someone help me along the way so true I, I, yeah true partner indeed she <laughs> helps me with a lot so dan i want to know like what was meeting this guy for the first time and what was like that very first lunch or something like <laughs> encounter like which was there because i imagine you're you're very approachable you're fun to hang out with because we've we've easily kind of encountered yeah. and just met and kind of <laughs> chatted it up you know what's so funny is uh so i, I started working at this company that uh, josh and i were both working at at the time and uh josh would probably tell it better he's got a better memory than me but um I, josh actually didn't really like me that much because he thought <laughs> that i was like he didn't like how like approachable or like you know just kind of like how outgoing that i seemed and everything came across so, so, so the thing like, that i was like guy? oh yeah this is easy to talk to him you're like no this is not how it's supposed to be <laughs> people take a while to warm up or, yeah yeah it takes me all yeah it took him a little while or whatever it's okay but, now, uh, I mean, he better like because I see him like every day. I mean, <laughs> we're like, we're like computer screen to computer screen back to back. I have to yeah. stare at him. I yeah. didn't like my wife the first time I met her either. So yeah. Oh, oh wow. So that makes there's yeah, a pattern. There's a yeah, pattern exactly. approaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's not you. It's me. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I think I just, I never picked up on it. Also, I would just keep like talking to him and probably pestering him. And then eventually, I think he just like, all right, this guy's not so bad. I'll give him a chance. So <laughs> So I'm picking yeah, up, so so I'm definitely picking up a yin and a yang for you guys and how this golden goose oh, yeah. is, is going and and I, I really do like I 
appreciate it because that's what you kind of need. You need to have mm-hmm. someone for sales that who's outgoing enough to be like, yeah, approachable, approach me, let's talk, let's have that. And then you need the, someone who cares and is smart enough to like make it work and make oh, yeah. it all floatable. So I want to know, like for you guys, what project are you guys, what was your very first project like? And how was that very first kind of like having to work off one another? Jeffrey? Uh, yeah, that was that was crazy. that was nuts. So uh, that one was it came. They had they had approached us, and uh, Josh had a contact at this company, and um, this company had approached and said, "Hey, we would we'd like you guys to run some ads for one of our clients." And sure. We thought, okay, that sounds good. And um, so Josh and I went and figured it out. And to Josh's credit, he figured out how to do reporting and everything. So we were giving them like this custom reporting that was great and everything. Nice. And then I'm. I'm, you know, I'm building, managing, optimizing the ads where uh, we were we, at that point, we're just doing some, I think just Google search ads. Mm-hmm. We thought we were going to do Google display ads for them, but then it turned into just search. So we're doing PPC stuff, small budget, small budget. It was yeah. about, it was about like a $50,000 budget, which doesn't seem, seems big, but in, in the grand scheme, isn't a ton for what this company was. Okay. And uh, it went really well and it went so well, the, the company was so happy with it. Like they had this whole thought process of, well, a little is good. More must be better. And then they just, they just, they avalanched a budget on top of us, you know, that was out of control. We weren't even ready for it. And we were just scrambling the whole time trying to like make this work and figure it out. And like, oh, what do we do? There's so much money getting spent every day. And I mean, we were spending like just huge, I mean, almost that amount from their first budget daily. Wow. And it was like, we were like, what happened? Holy cow. And everything worked out well, but it was just. It was very low pressure oh, to very man. high pressure. Yeah, it was just. And it ramped up days. really quick. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. terrifying. And we just weren't, I don't think we were ready for it at all. Like we didn't think that would happen that quickly to us. And so we just, every day we would just like sit around and be like, what did we do? Like, did we, is this bad? It's like, what are we, like, are we messing this up? Like, this is a lot of money. Like, you know, we're getting yeah. so scared. And then it, it ended and everything went really well. They had, they had some, you know, as, uh, in the, you know, in the marketing world, the digital side of things, you, if you're a third party reseller of, you know, ads and stuff, you can't guarantee any kinds of like, you know, um, performance performance or anything like that. And, um, so they were like, well, we need you to, you know, guarantee us this amount of conversions. And we're like, well, we can't do that, but we'll do. And we came like, 95% 95% of the way of what they were hoping for and which was like an, a Herculean task originally because you know I I extrapolated out based on you know what they were wanting and I put together a forecaster for them and said this is probably what you can expect and then we just killed ourselves and made basically made it happen I mean yeah. you know chicken salad kind of thing you know and so it was just like okay wow that was that was a whirlwind and then <laughs> You know, that was like all of our December. And then we like came out from the end of the year uh, in December and we we're just like, whoa, what happened? Like, yeah. OK, yeah, what well, do we do now? <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of want to touch upon that a little bit more because you like let's expand it a little bit. Like you guys were ramping up as you were going. What was that? Like you said you were talking every yeah. day daily. How do you guys approach that kind of like stamina of like we need you guys to do this. We need you guys to have like this rating percentile we need this many percent like how do yeah. you how do you approach the kind of uh herculean task like i mean i imagine it's crazy but you look at each other do you kind of like you do like do you break down your guys's components and kind of approach it that way piece by piece or what does that kind of look like the melding of you two together i think we're both very practical so okay. uh, yeah and we both kind of feel like if it can be done we can figure it out and okay. do it so yeah yeah that's kind of how we approach that task they asked for a number and we said well, if anybody can do it, 
we're going to be able to do it for you. Yeah. yeah. But we can't guarantee you that number because the number came out of thin air. We found out later. So it was, <laughs> yeah, they just, <laughs> it's not like there was any like past performance that they were basing yeah. it off yeah. from a year before or anything like that. So, yeah, so we were just but incredible that you were able to make even that whatever number come to fruition or some sort of like yeah. approachable number because oh yeah if they gave you a number and you're like well that seems mm -hmm. impossible like i don't think it, they know what they're yeah. doing and we <laughs> talked about that a lot that's how we felt i mean we would call each other and talk and just be like i don't know how i'm gonna do this i hope like, maybe <laughs> we'll see and we just every day you know just call and be like what happened now and it's like oh man i'm trying to figure this out and this you know and that's the thing that would end up happening is just you know it'd be you know, me making, you know, me doing something and then just, you know, and Josh, we're just, you know, kind of, okay, these are the tasks, go, you know, you take this, you take this, let's make it happen. Mm -hmm. And we just, that's kind of how we approach everything. Anytime we're doing anything, more, more times than not, it's me asking him, like, what can I help you with? Because, you know, yeah. with what Josh does, I mean, his, I mean, he, ma he makes everything beautiful. The, what, what I do is, is it's, you know, it's numbers and stuff that people don't find that interesting and stuff until he goes in and makes them a cool report that looks good, that mm -hmm. has, you know, makes it easy to read and, you know, makes them a cool website or does something <laughs> awesome for them. So more times than not, I'm over here just like, all right, I'm doing the stuff they don't really see in the background that's, you know, needed. Look, but the numbers go up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, stuff's improving, it's, you know. It's going upwards. That's no. why I started to like it. I just realized you just kept saying nice things. Yeah. Like, okay. Positive things. You just smile and say positive yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you know, in all honesty, Dan, someone found it interesting. She said yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. So I don't know. I don't know how she puts up with me. So as Josh has figured out too. Oh, so yeah. shock meeting Angela the first time. What? Really? Yeah. That was so nice. <laughs> no, they're great together. No, honestly, oh, yeah. meeting them together and like realizing because I met them. I met you guys at Phoenix Flea, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. So it's like seeing them work together in that format seeing them first time like that it was just like okay yeah they're husband and wife they're killing it like it's so great yeah. and so and then getting to know your guys' story was even like more of a great you know kind of oh man i wish like my relationship like i want things to work out and like how yeah. you guys work together and things like that it's oh, always yeah. cool so it's teamwork all the way with teamwork us. all yeah. the way it's especially amazing. that yeah so are you guys excited for the future like are you guys having like is can you give us a little insight <laughs> some, days. <laughs> some days some days you're like oh my god we're, <laughs> we, but, we, we had it we came to a really bad revelation i don't not bad but just shocking revelation over the last couple of weeks that yeah. we need to be salesmen and yeah. that's like been the thing that we've railed against you know going into this whole thing is it's going to be digital marketing without salesmen. And then we realize, wait, we don't have salesmen. We're the salesmen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> exactly. And like, in case anybody's curious, like sales is really hard. It's a, oh, it's yeah. a talent. It's a skill. Yeah. And, you know, Josh is an absolutely incredible graphic designer. I mean, the stuff he does is awesome. And I think I'm a pretty good, I'm a pretty good ads guy. I do a pretty good job. Always I know this nice guy's things. over here Always. just getting all, getting all weird. <laughs> but, it's getting weird. Like but we didn't think that we were going to be able to do it. But we actually, I think we do a pretty good job because we've had, yeah. we've had multiple, you know, meetings with clients or when we do like proposal meetings mm -hmm. or whenever we do those kinds of like initial sales conversations and stuff, we actually do really well. And I think it is, you know, with what Josh had said earlier about our practicality and then just, you know, I think that we're approachable and we're, we're upfront, we're honest. There's nothing about like us that, you know, screams like, oh, these guys are fake or anything like that. I mean, we're, we're giving you our true selves from the yeah. first time you meet us. And that's kind of, I think people find that like endearing and they appreciate that quality. So it's kind of made it easier. We just, 
uh, I think there's that big part of it. It's like pulling that trigger and like, you know, finally, mm-hmm. you know, asking for the sale, you know, the, the yeah. ABCs, Glengarry, Glen Ross kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you know, I mean, that's at the, at the end of the day, the fanciness of like, you know, however you approach your business, it's at the end of the day, it's asking for money and, yeah. and seeing if you get the yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what so, we have yeah. learned. And it's yeah, so, I just learned something right now. <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean. Looking for a meaningful baby shower gift? or perhaps a new bedtime story that shares a message of love with your kids. For listeners who are moms or moms-to-be, or if you have a mom, mother figure, or mom friends, we've got the perfect gift for you to give your kids or the mom in your life. A hardcover illustrated book, The Color of Mother, is written by Arizona author Chelsea Young as a tribute to moms to acknowledge them for who they are while showing kids they are loved. The Color of Mother is a story for children up to age 10 that encourages creativity, helps them express their feelings, and teaches a lesson of gratitude, and is a token of appreciation for moms of any age or any stage of motherhood. Order your signed copy for $24.99 at coloreverything.love. That's dot L-O-V-E. The price includes a custom message, shipping, and a portion of the proceeds will be donated to Amanda Hope Rainbow Angels. It's a Phoenix nonprofit that helps children and parents battling pediatric cancer. You can find a full list of places to purchase The Color of Mother, including 10 Phoenix area stores, and order your copy at coloreverything.love. You know, it's it's really funny, though, too, because, um, you know, I know you as a carpenter and yeah. like I know you as this one guy of like wood and like naturalistic and to see the techie yeah. side of you come out yeah. and like it's just something different for me. So I want to know, like, how long has this been a part of your like the because I didn't know yeah. the side of you. So yeah. I'm like, this has always been a part of your life. Like, yeah. when were you not doing carpentry? Like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, well, I, you know, I went to school for marketing. That's, uh, what I, what I went to college for with ASU and got my marketing degree there. Okay. And, um, you know, I wanted to work in advertising and stuff. And whenever I got out of school, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, so digital marketing is pretty much going to be it. Mm -hmm. This is going to be your choice. You're going to have to get in the paid marketing space online. Mm -hmm. So go figure it out. And I just kept trying to get my foot in the door at places. And then eventually, um, got my foot in the door, you know, at a digital marketing company. Um, it was more of a, uh, kind of a little bit more of a, like a digital marketing technology company. Um, but you know, what I was doing for them was all that and, um, got into doing, you know, like market analysis and I became a a digital marketing analyst for them and, you know, doing that stuff and, and just learning about all that and growing. And that was a huge opportunity for me. And, you know, I moved, you know, I moved up with that company a lot and, uh, went through a lot of that um, with them. And then, um, you know, things, company was bought out, you know, stuff goes down, you, you know, you, you, you're, you're let go. You're part for, of the yeah. system. <laughs> yeah. No, you're part of that. We got bought by a huge fortune 500 company and, uh, they laid everybody off and I was wow. out and I was like, Oh man, well, I'm, I am really good at digital marketing. So I want to keep doing that. So I went looking and, uh, kept moving forward and stuff like that. And that's where I met Josh at the company we were working for. Yeah. Uh, I went, worked there and had a great opportunity there and worked, and stuff but uh that's kind of how that came to be was just i always wanted to work well that's not completely true i uh surprisingly i wanted to be a tattoo artist when i was a little kid and that's why i thought i was like oh i'm a tattoo shop 
and I'll Damn, go to school, get a marketing tattoos? degree. Do I have tattoos? Do you no, have tattoos? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not <laughs> and sure. So, and yeah, so I thought, you know, I thought, okay, well, I'll just be, a, I'll be a tattoo shop owner. But if I get a marketing degree, then I'll know how to like run a business and stuff. And I don't know. It's totally naive of me to think, you know. And then so that's what I thought. And then that just didn't pan out, didn't work out, which is totally okay. Yeah. That's just not the path I was, you know, chosen to go on or whatever it was. And uh, you know, moved into this, and I, I just love it. I. I just I fell in love with digital marketing because I like found uh, the passion for you know in advertising a lot of times there's a lot of uh, you know just like oh well you know it probably did okay or you run an advertisement or you run a marketing ca campaign or something like that a print advertisement or a billboard or anything like that you run in a magazine you don't really know I mean you know you yeah. there's not a lot of you know quantifiable data to support what you did worked or didn't work kind of thing mm -hmm. and digital marketing offers that, that. Yes. and it allows yeah. you the ability to go this did work or oh no this bombed horribly yeah or or you know kind of see do people actually care about this do they want to know about it what kinds of interactions are we getting are people actually you know wanting to be a part of this and you that's know what it was you know what the beautiful thing that i find about digital marketing is yeah. the ability to take the analysis and maybe you don't even understand one nuance of like mm -hmm. what your clientele likes or what yeah. they're interested or even how they use your product or services mm -hmm. and you once you collect and you're like Oh crap! Like they really like this one thing. Let's yeah. let's put a, like some more interest in that one area yeah. rather than like let's pivot and like make sure that they get the most mm -hmm. out of this one thing so that we don't get trounced and like yeah. not lose the A market exactly. that they enjoy. So I really do love that aspect of it because yep. it helps everyone, business owner, not business owner, to recognize that your services or what you do best is mm -hmm. this. You know, it gives you an idea of like yeah. what you do best is this. Yeah. So focus on that or give your more attention to that side. Yeah. And then from there, once you massage it out, it works out in the end. You come yeah. up with new ideas that stem off of this one thing that you were like, oh, I didn't even know that that was what they use it for. So yeah. I really that's my like favorite part about digital marketing. Yeah. And I have a friend that you might be interested or even know already um, Dustin Trout of EIC Agency, but okay. they do digital marketing as well, Very and cool. they also do a podcast called Rise, Grind, Repeat. Oh, that they, cool! Basically, it's just a, it's a like every episode is like almost like a digital marketing pitch. Oh, cool! They bring in companies, they talk about what they've done so far, and like he kind of like me, he likes to pitch ideas or comes up like kind of sees the vision. Yeah, and is be he's able to like extract some cool ideas out of the owner and stuff like that. But it's a fun little like podcast cool. a little watch and stuff but yeah i would love to introduce you to him because yeah. i always like oh yeah I like when minds combine or yeah, like you, maybe you guys will be able to do something or like maybe you learn something from one another yeah or whatever it may be and he's a nice guy too so oh, yeah family cool. man so i love yeah i love having these talks with owners because a i just want to like that's why we started this thing was like just really to have people like have a foundation of like groups of individuals like that are doing similar things, but give them an opportunity to understand that we're all coming to this table with the same concept of wanting to help others. Yeah. So this is what we're, this is our family. This is our group of family members that oh, yeah. do special things. So definitely. Um, are you guys, you know, I know you guys are different. So this is where I kind of lean towards Josh a little bit more. Yeah. And that when it comes to how you approach the customer and how your style kind of intertwines and brings out the branding and brings out the, the marketing and digital side. Mm -hmm. How do you approach that? How do you kind of lay out or kind of open up with the clientele and the clients and trying to use their and come up with something for them? What's that? What's I mean, that's that a really hard thing to put into words. I know like, it's like I, a I long really like process. It, you know, when 
Uh, well, I guess I can keep it simple. I like talking to them on the phone or in person, preferably, yeah. and just trying to figure out what their style is and what their goals are. And then, do you do vision boards at all? Like, no, do you do... I used to when I when I started, but okay. now I do a lot of designing in my head. Like, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Be laying in bed at night, and yeah. you know, doing tomorrow's work <laughs> in my head, and then Absolutely. tomorrow I just gotta wake up and, and do it. That's get it, get it laid out and everything yeah. like that. But I don't know. I usually give the client a couple options, and then we kind of just go from there. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like the. Do you do like a three option scenario, or you more? It just depends on the person. It depends on the client. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some people are very straightforward. You can go to their website and you're like, okay, here's what their ad needs to look like. It's yeah, very yeah. simple and straightforward. But isn't that, is those the like bread and butter where you're like, thank God, like I don't know, like there's yeah, a whole the jobs that go quick. Oh, yeah, like the, yeah. when they give you the branding guideline and stuff uh -huh. like that, you're yeah, just like, oh, thank you, relief. thank you. You're like, let me, let me just. Yeah, too much of that would get. <laughs> irritating though too you know yeah what the, definitely yeah. yeah to josh's credit with that though like there's times where he doesn't have to do anything like he'll know exactly what the person's going to need yeah. right off the bat and he'll do like one design and show it to him and it's perfect and they yeah. love it and because he he's been doing it you know you've been doing it for a long time so i mean yeah. it's just at this point it's just kind of second nature for you someone's talking to you and they're explaining something to him and then he's already got it figured out like yeah. if they get off the phone and he's like he's like i didn't need to hear the last five minutes what they had to say <laughs> i had it i knew what they wanted when they said this and i'm gone it just know? comes with the reps people. too like yeah, yeah. That's, that might be the first time that they've had to vocalize, you know, a, a visual thing, whereas, mm -hmm. you know, been having to translate people's yeah. weird descriptions of projects for <laughs> the last 20 years of my working career. So. Okay, let me hear this. What was the shortest, like, pitch meeting? Like, what was, like, the, what was the least amount of sentences had for, like, a concept that you came up with? This company. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this company. I love it, Dan. Selling Dan on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should quit our jobs and start our own company. That was oh, the shortest sentence. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, I try to let the work speak for itself, I guess. I mean, I'm not a man of very many words normally. Okay. So I, it'll just, I'll say, hey, you these, know, here's, here's what you need. I'll make you a couple drafts. Take a look and let me know what you think. And love it. I don't know when it goes well. I just we end up building the out, out the ad set or doing oh, the website yeah. or doing whatever. And else it all I mean, it, it almost always goes well just because that's, you know, we're able to just give people that that mm -hmm. really that's something we, we were having a conversation with a guy recently. He was going on about like automation or something. It was off off that side of it or whatever. But we were thinking about it. It was like, but we give a really personal touch. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just us. You're going to talk to one of us or both of us yeah. anytime you need help or whatever it is. It's it's going to be us making you're making your campaigns, running your campaigns, making your website, making the ads, whatever it is. And we're going to be in there, you know, treating it like it's our own company. I mean, we, you know, we talk about that all the time and we go in and it's like, we'll have whole conversations where it's like, we're supposed to talk about our own company, but we talked about this client the whole time, you know, and ways we could help this client, you know? And so it's yeah. just, it's, uh, it's just incredible how that, you know, how that goes for us. So you guys bring up the, the question about automation and things like that, where, yeah. Like I talked to Dustin not too long ago and his like business has come to that point where like the automation is starting yeah. to the CRMs and things like that. Yeah. And, and having to approach, you know, new clientele, it's just starting to feed it itself, you know, yeah. because of how much they've already done so yeah. much with other things of like Facebook and all the other yeah. revenues streams that they go about. Oh, yeah. And so he's like, it's really cool to kind of just really take it all in and mm -hmm. how they, um, I guess a game plan looks to be like how like a game plan would work out yeah. for and something like that. And I want to approach you and ask you yeah. if someone, you know, like myself, we're just like, OK, I hear you guys. I want to work with you guys. How do I go about it? What's my first step? OK, 
Um, <laughs> what kind of goals do you want to achieve? Yeah, would probably be say, the first. You know, probably campaign. That. Yeah, okay. I would say. So yeah, like what are you what are you looking at accomplishing if we do this? Or you know what what is your what is the goal of your if you were going to like get a website? What's the goal of your website? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to sell something? Are you trying to bring product awareness? Are you trying to uh, drive people to your store, like whatever it might be. That's like what we're, that's what we're definitely going to try to figure out first and foremost. And then from that point, it kind of helps us figure out a game plan of like what kind of advertising is going to work them the best for them. Cause yeah. like, you know, some clients are going to benefit really well, uh, from like a more like social heavy, like we're running sponsored posts, we're running ads on, you know, on yeah. those social platforms where, you know, there's a lot more like content management and stuff like that that's going on versus another company that might be like a big corporation and they would really benefit from like running, you know, display ads or running like video ads or something like that where they're going to show up on, you know, websites or, you know, different apps or whatever it might be and because they need to get it in front of different a different clientele than, you know, maybe someone else. So that's kind of stuff that we are always thinking about and like what's going to make the most sense when someone's talking to us and, you know, what does your business do and, you know, how do your clients interact with you currently and, mm -hmm. you know, how can we improve that? So that's awesome. like a big part of how we kind of approach everything when someone comes to us and says, I want to work with you. How do I do it? And we just kind of go, okay, well, you know, what are you looking to accomplish? So. Yeah. And then would you guys end up going through like that first round of meetings and like phone calls and sort of yeah. situations like that? Yeah. Like getting proposal, together, get a proposal together. Yeah. So yeah. they can understand like, this is what we're, this is what we're uh, saying that we'd like to do for you. Uh, here's maybe an example of what that's going to look like from a design standpoint. Mm -hmm. And then it's what's going to look like, you know, from a, uh, a number standpoint of what we're expecting to accomplish with, you know, maybe the yeah. budgets that you're giving us and things like that. And then uh, just kind of go from there, you know, answer any questions they have. And then, you know, kind of when they're ready to, uh, kind of take that plunch. That's where we, uh, yeah. Kind of, and that's where Josh steps it. in. Josh steps in and <laughs> does his magic. Yeah. <laughs> There's magic. Oh, and then, the, and then at the Talks end, me up way too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's like, honestly, like I always tell people like, there's this little, uh, comic strip when, uh, they're approaching the design method. Cause I'm a landscape architect. So oh, I, oh, nice. I see those little memes and stuff like that oh. with like graphic designers and whatnot. But it's like, uh, come up with concept the magic happens and then like you're, uh -huh. your finished product and like you know <laughs> yeah, not all of the madness hours of like 24 hours like staying up and like yeah. trying to pull out your hair figure out what's going on all the balled with, up paper ones yeah, in the, yeah, in the trash can yeah. yeah exactly so it's like that you know i it's really great that to see someone like yourself too is also someone that i've you know just barely new and kind of growing like just growing into making yeah. friends with you and yeah. and seeing you kind of like come up with this new business yeah. out of nothing and really flourishing in it and so it's really cool to kind of be able to have you come back and kind of yeah. catch up with you and stuff like that so and you've added a new friend to the group exactly so it's, uh, <laughs> you know, i really i really do appreciate you guys coming in Brittany. before you go oh, i was going to just ask you for your big question yeah. big question Absolutely. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, here's um, the nice one. Now you're going to ask us something. Yeah. Really, yeah. Really well, no, we always real. have a section of our podcast called Brit's Big Question. So this nice. is Brittany's Big Question. Okay. Okay. So it seems from what I'm gathering, it's it, it looks really easy, but I know it's not. What you guys do is easy. So if if what you did was easy, what would it look like to you? Because you're almost at that phase right now, and I'll kind of re restructure my question, because you're at that phase right now where you're like, holy shit, we can do this. Like, we can actually freaking do this. And it's like that wow moment where we get these entrepreneurs who come in here and they share this like scary moment with our listeners. And the listeners are like, well, if he can do it, I can do it too. 
And so now that you're kind of like, okay, we're doing it. Like this is actually us doing it. And now you're envisioning those bigger things. What does that bigger thing look like to you? When is it like Mm -hmm. not easy? Cause it's never going to be easy. It's always going to be challenging to you, but like, what's that next challenge look like to you guys? So that the person listening can be like, okay, that's going to be easy for me someday. Exactly. That's a hard question. That's a big question. It's a big question. You know what? I, I think, like I was talking about earlier with the realizing that we have to become salespeople. Yeah. I feel, I feel like once we kind of came to grips with that question yeah. and we said, okay, well, our choice is to not do this or our choice is to learn to become salespeople. It got a lot, a lot easier after that because now we go to events, you know, networking events and stuff like that. And we're like, okay, here's here's what we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not looking for a seat in the corner of the room just to, you know, eat my pie and then leave yeah. right after quietly. Yeah. You know, we're I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to somebody. Yeah. Once you get, make that decision gotta get in, in your the mind. Mix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and it has to work. So. Yeah, it has, and it has to work because we want it to work so badly because yeah. what we're trying to do is not, we're not going to sit here and act like, oh, we're revolutionaries or anything like that. We're filling a, a hole in the industry or anything like that. But we're just trying to be a part of it in a way that helps like something I've like, like on our website, it says like transparency in a hazy industry. And like, that's kind of how we, like we've gotten, both of us had gotten so jaded in what we were doing that we were just like, I used to really like this a lot. Like what, what's going on here? Like Mm -hmm. what? Oh, that's why, because it's, you know, also like, you know, cloak and dagger, you know, don't pay attention to the man behind, you know, like behind the curtain kind of thing. And so, and that was what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, I just, I think, uh, you know, I, I think, I think we should do this because that's what we want. That's what, if I was, if I owned a business, that's what I would want. I would yeah. want other people to want to help me. Like, I mean, you know, it's like, I just, we take such care and pride in the stuff we do. And like, I'm just always surprised at, there's so many companies that like, don't necessarily have that same, or maybe don't, maybe don't approach it that way. Mm-hmm. And I just think like, I don't know, maybe, maybe we're doing it wrong. We don't know, but we just, we really enjoy that aspect of it. Of like, you know, taking uh, you know, taking it as if it's our own. It's like, well, this has got to, mm-hmm. this for what we do has to work. So this has to work for this client that we have. How can we do that? And I think that's like, that's a, you know, that was like a, a big part of what we wanted to accomplish. And like that, you know, how, how do we do that? And how do we convince people that that's what we are doing? And we're not just like, we're not just blowing steam, you know, we're not yeah. just blowing smoke, like saying that we're going to do something and then not do it. Like we like to have that follow through and stuff like that. I mean, Josh and I have always felt like we are the kings of like someone asks us to do something, no matter how impossible it takes. It's like we're gonna do it. It's like all right, we got a five hundred pound desk. We got to move at your dad's house, and we get it moved. So it's like because also you know. you're making things easier, just putting it at ease, whether it's them yeah, or, your, or your client. It's like yeah. I don't know if and it gets easier once you get over yeah. That the more you do model. it, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where it is for us. I mean, and that's the thing. I think everybody's gonna have their own parts that are hard the stuff that we are good at that's the stuff that we want to be doing and that we that is easy for us but the you know the actual like everything else that goes with like having a business it's just like that like i wanted to make furniture and stuff i didn't know i'd have to like go out and like sell it and like you know do 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 like you know markets and all this Mm -hmm. stuff but i i've grown to love those now and now we look forward to it angela and i you know it's like our favorite parts of the year are going to those and doing those kinds of things Mm -hmm. yeah like angela's over here clapping her hands you know how excited she is you know but there's a lot of work that goes into that but we find that joy in it and it it becomes easy because like you said you you put yourself at ease the fact it has to happen Mm -hmm. so go do it you know you have to just Mm -hmm. like you have to just make yourself you gotta will it so yeah absolutely i i really do like impressed by how much you guys have been it sounds like you guys have had multiple projects 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have stuff going all the time. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we have uh, like one really big client, but we always have, you know, you know, little smaller things going on. I mean, even uh, one of the things that's funny is, you know, uh, we have a client that we got while I was at a market for Iron and Oak. Like, oh, I had really? a client... I was I was sitting there, you know, selling this this woman, you know, like a cutting board or something, and she was like, "This is is this your job?" And I was like, "It's not actually. I mean, it's not my full time job, but it's you know, it, it is one of my jobs." And she's yeah. like, "Well, what's your full time thing?" I said, "Well, I I I have a partner, and we own a digital marketing company." Oh my gosh, I need that. I have this company, and I need and, and she, she take my card. Let me take yours. I'll call you, and she reached out and that's kind of been it and josh has kind of been taking lead on that it's been a lot a lot design heavy mm-hmm. they're really trying to bring their brand into you know kind of in the stratosphere and stuff and be ready and then once that's there i think you know then you know i'll kind of step in with more of the adsy stuff and yeah. you know kind of that paid marketing approach and stuff but you know it's been it's been interesting how that works and that's just yeah you know what we've been doing so yeah that's great i mean that's yeah. really like awesome that you've been able to have been able to use iron and oak to feed yeah. a little bit of <laughs> yeah work. it was like the weirdest thing that one was so odd you know because so many times it's that's not a question i usually get asked obviously yeah, yeah know, obviously people, how the long same have thing you been ha- doing this what you know <laughs> yeah. what's your what's your favorite part about it what do you, you know stuff like that you know, same you know, thing like, here it's like it's not every day or someone asks me like what i do normally like it's just yeah. every like yeah exactly yeah um so i know Josh, so I know Dan's got a deep passion, and this deep passion involves something that I'm interested in, wrestling. Oh, I was going to say Cheweenies. <laughs> Another one of my deep passions, Cheweenies. I just want to know, did you know about this going into the partnership, that he had a deep passion for wrestling? Yeah, yeah okay. we, uh, we don't discuss it. Like, yeah. it took, you guys were talking about it before the podcast here, yeah. and it took me a good like 10 minutes into your guys' conversation to understand what the hell you guys talking about. <laughs> I was like, maybe it's football, because <laughs> I don't know anything about know. football either. So. All right, just to, just to kind of add to the fact that like Josh and I spend every waking moment together, yeah. uh, I mountain bike, and so does Josh. Okay. Josh got me into mountain biking. Okay. Uh, and people might not know this, but I've played bass for like over 15 years. Yeah. Josh is a guitarist. We have a band. and so Really? Like, What's the band called? We don't oh. know. Do we have an A yet? We had a singer that just... Oh, we man. moved across the... Yeah. Andrews, oh, so no. We, just got a new oh, we haven't come up with a new band name. You guys, yet. I've got yourself a keyboard player right what? here. Oh, nice. Woo-hoo! Oh, man. <laughs> Sweet. She's like... I on. Mean, I dabble. Yeah. I like it. Well, if you want to, we're totally up Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go, Britt. We're starting <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats right again. We have band practice tomorrow. Yeah, we have band practice tomorrow. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> Do you guys have band practice at your guys' house? No, we do it at our drummer's Sometimes. house. Oh, okay. in the summer. So since we got the pool now, uh, in the yeah. summertime, the band okay. comes over nice. and we sweat our butts off. And then Sweet. we all jump in the pool and hang out. That's Everybody's having a good time. Yeah, that's the way to do I'll it. So, drinks. Yeah. <laughs> so Josh, so now that I know you're a bicycle enthusiast, like, uh-huh. do you guys, do you go trail riding or do you more like stick to like fixie and like just do the path? Oh, uh, I used to ride a fixie back and forth to work, but okay. in a long time, but now it's all mountain bike. Mountain stuff. bike. Yeah. yeah out yeah. in the trails. And yeah. What part, like what's been your favorite trail so far? Cause I know. There's a lot out here. There's like, it's a very big bike culture around the area. Oh, yeah. yeah, Josh loves sure. that. And it's gotten, it's, it's gotten exploded bigger. in the last yeah. like five or six years. We're, we're so, try- I don't know, you know, Bicycle Nomad down downtown. Yeah, um, yeah. So I've been trying to get him on the podcast for a very long time. Really? Yeah, he's a very busy guy. He does a lot of too, charity work. John from Shift Caffeine is really tight with them. So okay, I yeah. wonder if he'd be able to like get I would get love him to. Yeah, so. And we also know um, Churchill, like, 
the Churchill that were like basically the building next to theirs and okay. stuff like that. We know the owner there. We're trying to get him to introduce yeah, me. Yeah, that. that'd be perfect. Yeah. And so it's incredible. It's like, I understand like bike culture has gotten so big and even the specific bikes themselves, like, oh, yeah. you know, the big wheel bikes, you know, fixies versus mountain bikes, like all this deep rooted culture stuff. So do you have any other passions that you like besides the graphic design, the bicyclist? I want to know, like, I want to get like, Something else, one more yeah. thing. I, I fixate on things a lot, so oh. like I, I go from one thing to another thing. Yeah, and so yeah. I'll stick on I mean, music for sure. So I mean, music, cars, cars. Yeah, big cars. I'm working on old cars. Yeah. My wife and my wife drives a '66 Mustang. And I was nice. Oh. So, Her yeah. mom had a '68. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. See, if I was driving the car, that's what I'd, I'd yeah. do. 67 or 68. 67, yeah. Growing up, one of my friends, his dad, and his, like, basically he had three brothers and so his dad bought a 60 66 uh -huh. and they were building it from the ground up oh that's cool it was such a cool project you know like high school like you're looking at your friends and like how they hang out with their dad and uh -huh. i see this old mustang in their you know in their garage just sitting there slowly little bit by little bit yeah they work on it and get yeah. it all it's so cool I've the, got a nine-year-old he helps us quite a bit yeah so, that's know, awesome we rebuilt the whole cooling system in the car and he's out there you know pulling the water pump off and that's so cool. good bunch of cool it's a good way to them. you know get him to learn too about yeah. like the mechanics and yeah, yeah blow their imagination well, it applies up to everything i mean like programming like for instance yeah. i mean it's just putting pieces together it's same thing with cars and yeah do you let else. me ask you this do you either of you know how to code yeah josh does yeah josh okay html css and a little bit of javascript enough to oh awesome enough to screw stuff up yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't give himself enough credit <laughs> i had to learn html like you know like everyone else mm -hmm. in our age group early on and stuff like yeah. that so i never got past that part yeah. of it so that's like, actually one of our or my specialty as far as the ad building stuff goes is yeah. HTML5 ads, like nice. new animated, you yeah. Know, rich yeah. media kind of ads that stand out a little bit more than just awesome. the little static ones. So, I love and those are fun. I love doing those. Yeah. Making stuff move. I love the new, like, I love the new <laughs> stuff, but it's like, again, I have to learn, you know, I have to learn how to do like the GIF generation, like mm -hmm. generating those and like, yeah. you know, it's just... Things you oh, yeah. got to add to your tool yeah. belt little bit by little bit. Oh, it changes constantly. <laughs> Luckily, things are getting easier and easier. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were just Codeless. talking about coding and conversational yeah. code and stuff like that. So. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I just saw, like, I whenever Adobe does their updates, I kind of look at what, you know, what they do to up, like, uh -huh. what, what I can... Mm -hmm you know skill level and stuff like that and just some of the stuff from the animator the character builder stuff oh the character which, animator yeah, that's so much fun you make it's a so, puppet and yeah, you put your just, face in the camera yeah exactly yeah. you're just like oh it's so, so my last good. job we had like a little mascot thing so i made a character animator puppet so nice. every time we had like a lunch or something then you know i think dan even did the voiceover did the voice, for it yeah, once yeah, sweet uh, <laughs> it's super easy to make yeah. little quick videos you know we, we gotta fun. think about i mean i started this podcast and i was like you know what it's like i want to know if like because one of uh so Dustin started yeah. making his logo into like basically a Olympic character, like Olympic, you know, when the Olympics put on, they have the little uh, character. Yeah. yeah. So it's like he added his logo. He added arms and like the Mickey Mouse glove, hands cool. and sneaks. And nice. I was like, that's, I was like, I wonder if we could do this with our logo and like yeah. start to like have a, like a mascot sort of yeah. thing situation. Uh -huh. Cause I think that's 
at the end of the day, that's what everyone like kind of enjoys. It's like yeah. a happy mascot and like there's something that they can kind of like approach. Like it's oh, approachable. Yeah. It's yeah. like palatable. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, that's our, I mean, like when you go to our site, like our site is like, you know, super snarky and like, you know, sarcastic and stuff. <laughs> and we have, you know, uh, we have a mascot and his name's Gilderoy and he's a, mm-hmm. an antique brass goose that we oh, got. Oh, I've seen the, vi- you know, I've seen yeah. the pictures. And he's just all over. And so, you know, we I don't know. We I didn't know he had a of, name though. Yeah, and his name's Gilderoy Godfrey, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so and he's a he's a golden goose. He's got two goslings. He's got two goslings. Yeah, oh, there's two. Ryan, 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 Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Got it. I got uh, it. Uh, Lucy Goose. Lucy Goose. Nice. Yeah, Lucy Goose. Let me ask you this: Where did you guys find the antique, or was that like a family heirloom? Oh, my wife and I. Love yeah, he antique. loves okay. antique shopping. Nice. We found actually, you found the one on Etsy. I found the. You know, the here's big one. Funny story. Uh, uh, Mark and Lauren from Prickly Pear Paper, we were out to dinner yeah. with them one night and I was telling them about this business and we were saying we want to like get like a a decoy and we were going to like paint it gold and Lauren goes, why don't you just buy an antique brass goose? And I was like, That's why thing. don't I just buy an antique brass goose? And yeah, so, Lauren, uh, best idea ever. Yeah, best idea ever. Okay, so. Now we have three. So now we have three. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of how that, how that totally went. We were just like, oh, Duh, yeah. And then I, as soon as I sent, I, I found it and I sent it to him and not two minutes later, he's like, bought. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. We're getting that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. So. I have one last question for you and then we'll start wrapping up. Okay. I mean, are you, how close to you guys or how, how excited are you guys for new uh, members? Like, are you looking to ha- add to this team? Um... That's we go question. back and forth because, like, originally we were like, we just need five clients. We'll just keep it small. Yeah. Just keep it the two of us. Yeah. You know, less drama, less <laughs> moving parts. But I don't know. It's it's, it's kind of yeah. It's kind of always a moving target. Some we have our ups and downs. I mean, like there are times like Josh could absolutely use some help with mm-hmm. stuff just because he gets overwhelmed with stuff. Yeah. And then with me, there are times it's like, man, I just you know, it's like you know, what if I'm gone or what if this, or, you know, what yeah. if we get more There's, you know, there's only so much, there's only so many clients that you can have that you're doing stuff for, um, that you can give, you know, that quality time that they all deserve mm-hmm. and that they're paying for. And I think that's kind of where we're at. Like if we're ever at a point where we're like, okay, you know, we want to take on this client, but we, you know, we can't do it with our current load, then we will, then at that point, I think we'll kind of address that situation. Cause I, I think we like the dynamic that we have though, where it's like, you have, you know, you've got a graphics guy and then you've got like a numbers guy, you know, it's Josh and I, and then we go in and that's what, so if we did something like that, we would just try to like, probably try to clone that thought process. Like, okay, we'll get, yeah. we'll get another Dan and another Josh. They'll just have different names and, that, and then <laughs> they'll be a team and then they'll have their own clients. I think that's kind of how we structured names. it. Same <laughs> names, never mind. Same names. Same names, very, very ju- specific you, you criteria. You Dan too. Yeah. And you were Josh too. Yeah, you have to be willing to change your name apparently. I didn't know that, but so, yeah. I, I think that's, you know, cause I mean, I think we talk about all the time, like, you know, you've had, you've managed people a little bit, you know, nothing crazy or anything like that. So not, not to any extent. And I don't know. I always think like, I'd be a terrible manager. Like I'm all over the place all the time. You're a pretty good manager, but like, I feel you're like pretty if we were going to add somebody, it would need to be somebody, somebody that did something that we didn't necessarily. Yeah. Like I think that's what we would do. Add somebody that, that maybe we're not, you know, we have a, we have a, a need, you know, to kind of add that yeah. person in rather than what we're doing. Um, just cause like, and then be able to just kind of put them empower them and let them have it be a part of their thing. Cause like, that's a big thing. Like we don't like, we don't really want to be a boss. If we ever got big enough, 
uh, and we had that and we had to have a CEO and stuff like that, we would hire somebody. We wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah. be us. We would, we would, we like being worker bees. We enjoy it. And, <laughs> okay. you know, we're going to kind of continue doing that. You know, we're, that's like, I think it, I always joke, like, you know, I, if we ever get to a point where we have an office or whatever, I'm like, I'm never going to go out there. Like, you know, like, there's a guy who owns a company who's one of the partners, but he's never here. And like, but it's like, all I do is work and like do that kind of stuff. Cause it's like, I don't want to go. You'll make all the furniture. Yeah, I'll make all the furniture. Like, people are like, yeah, I made all the stuff in this office. You know? <laughs> just, yeah. You're just like touching everything. You're like, Dan, yeah. did you really make this like rocking chair for the front yeah. area? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, That'd sometimes nice. you just that need a rocking nice. chair for your sitting area. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, okay. Put people at ease if they're in for like an interview or meeting. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of the stuff we just because like, obviously everybody wants their, their business to grow and stuff like that. But like, we we know where our limitations will be with that kind of thing and yeah. we'll kind of address that when that kind of happens so i mean absolutely i think that's a big thing of like you know we're talking about that right now if we need to add somebody for one of the things that we're wanting to get into uh you know more heavily um but mm -hmm. just with our current we might just not be able to do it effectively so that might be what we do yeah, so it'd be a good problem to have yeah exactly <laughs> it'd be a good problem to have so we'll kind of get there so we haven't done a lot of things because i think that was our initial idea is like it'll just be the two of us we'll just have it it'll be perfect like people will love our you know our small agency style and yeah you know the love that they get to deal with these two wacky guys and so yeah yeah i love it but. well again thank you guys for coming in this is we're reaching the end so yeah, now i kick us. it to you to promote yourselves let everyone know where they can find you online and uh, Take it away. Okay. Come check out our goose. GoldenGooseDM.com. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can check out. Yeah. We're, we're at GoldenGooseDM.com. That's our website. Um, what is our, what are our social handles? Are they all? Uh, they're all linked to it. Oh yeah. So it's, it's all, yeah. it's cool. all at GoldenGooseDM. So yep. that's the, that's the, the Facebook page, the Instagram page. I think we have a Twitter, but we haven't done anything. LinkedIn, everything like that. So um, yeah, that's where you can find us and check it out. We, uh, we do some really fun stuff. If nothing else, you'll get a kick out of reading our website. There's a lot of fun stuff that we worked really, really hard on. Awesome. And incredible illustrations done by Josh, obviously. Sweet. So, sweet. yeah, it is very cool. I know this guy getting all weird again. So you can <laughs> check out, if nothing else, go to our about us and read Gilderoy's bio. It's fantastic. So I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we go, you can hear every episode of Finding Arizona podcast at www.findingarizonapodcast.com. We do have a newsletter and a blog there for you guys. Brittany works very hard on those. Newsletter is more the official side and the blog is a little bit more of the personal touch. Last but not least, we do have a way for you guys to become super fans super fans wow patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast there we have a bonus podcast called fine examination 50 questions rapid fire style that these two are going to go into next it's going to be fun so only catch it at patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast until next time kisses hugs and belly rubs see you guys <laughs>